This is Create the Next from Pro CFO Partners, where every week we explore strategies and ideas for financial management and growth to help today's businesses put their financial picture in context. Welcome back to Create the Next. I am Chris Bentliff, and I'm joined today by one of the best people I know, Nelson Tepfer. And Nelson, today our, our conversation is about adversity versus opportunity. And right away, I want to challenge this idea because it feels sometimes like turning adversity into opportunity is the stuff of Hallmark cards and Instagram posts. And when you're in business and you're in the middle of legitimate adversity, it's really hard to see or find an opportunity or to clear your head. I'm wondering for you, is it a mindset? Is it a skill set? Is it a maturity thing? Let's let's start with uh, how do you kind of I don't know, based, what's, what's the coaching you give your clients and other professionals you work with to help us sort of wrap our minds around this? Chris, first of all, great to, have, great, great to be here again. Always enjoy our conversations. So to your point, yes, it does sound a bit like a Hallmark card. You're absolutely right. <laughs> but there's a reason why Hallmark cards exist, and that's because very often there is some basis to what they're actually printed about or what they actually look like. So when we're thinking about this, first of all, it may make sense to put a little context around it. What do we mean when we say adversity and what do we mean when we say opportunity? Yeah. So when we're talking about adversity, you know, I, mean, I don't think we need to go into too much detail. Just looking around the economic environment we find ourselves in today here at the beginning of the second quarter in 2022. That being said, there's all kinds of headwinds that, that make it difficult to run a company or to be a leader in this environment or to just try and scale and grow in this in this space as well. Now, that shows up in a whole bunch of different ways, obviously, especially in this environment, whether we're talking about inflation or the great resignation or economic turmoil or supply chain issues. I mean, we can go down the list, but from our perspective as expert CFOs, I mean, there's always headwinds in any marketplace. There are always challenges to running a business. We can point to these four just very much because they're in the headlines every single day, but you can go back to any point in time, any point in time when people are trying to run a company and they will point to how hard it was. Every single one of them. And we get this a lot very often from many of our clients where they say, oh, my industry is so tough. All these other industries are easier. And it's like, well, we're currently working in 28 or 29 different industries and none of them are easy. So it's first recognizing what we mean when we say adversity as in, yes, there are challenges. Yes, things change on you. So adversity, usually the way people think about it is something changed very often that makes it now more difficult to do something. Because... Things were always tough in many ways to running a company, right? Any business we can point to and say, yes, they'll say it was tougher, it used to be easier, things are always things. It's the change aspect that we think in, that we begin to think of as adversity. And that's where we begin to think about, well, change, yes, it makes certain things more difficult, but that's where also certain opportunities present themselves. That's a great perspective that, I mean, I love that it's just sort of sits at the top of your head. I think you've got such a good point around we're in this climate right now of bad news. Like, you know, every headline we see and um, it can uh, encourage a thought process of, oh, it's harder than it's ever been. And you're absolutely right. No matter when times are great, whatever that means, uh, every business is going through something. And uh, and also adversity for you might not be adversity for me, um, depending on all kinds of of aspects. So you've one, I love that you've kind of uh, set that tone that, Hey, everybody's got issues all the time. It's not just now. And it's not just these, the big four, the things that you've talked about. So 
this idea that change, I've, I heard something great that I, I like, uh, change never comes without pain. Even great change never comes without pain. You're giving something up or you're going through something, even if you're, whatever, getting married or having kids, there's mm-hmm. some adjustment there for, so this idea of turning adversity into opportunity is for you focusing on the change aspect. Like, is that what it becomes as uh, let's change our focus from, Oh, it's all doom and gloom to, but wait, we're just in the midst of change. We're not necessarily in the midst of failure or doom. So this is where the mindset that we were referencing earlier really comes into play, both the understanding the mindset and truly understanding our business and what makes us different in this space. I'm saying us, I'm saying any business that we work with, what makes them different in the space or what are they really what are they really doing to help their customers or what are they really offering their customers? What is their solution? So it's that mindset. I'll give you a, for instance, for example, I know you were just recently speaking to one of our CFOs about inflation, particularly, and all of the opportunities inflation actually presents for companies. As in, from our perspective, yeah, inflation gets really, really tough for companies. To be honest, I think a lot tougher than many people realize because I don't think people have any experience running many of their organizations in an inflationary period. And I do think it's going to come with some certain challenges that many are not necessarily predicting. But aside from that, the challenge of what what that presents forces companies to look at things that they never had to or look at things in a different way than they had previously, where their supply chain issues or the opportunities to adjust their supply chain. We've talked to many companies, for instance, that ran into all the supply chain issues over the past whatever period of time. And they're shifting now entirely to how they supply their customers, whether that's changing how they purchase so they can maintain the stock or whether that's changing their suppliers or whether that's reshoring. We're seeing many companies explore those options instead of, you know, getting everything from overseas is a lot of reshoring kind of concepts we're seeing right now. So what we're seeing across all of these is that mindset of, yes, this presents a challenge, but it's how do we approach this challenge in a way that leads to different ways of, of how we help our customers, leads to different solutions for what we're providing and how we're continuing to grow and scale the business. I really like that that turns uh, potential energy into kinetic energy. You're, you're doing something. And uh, uh, Nelson referenced an earlier um, podcast, and there's a blog post if you want to visit ProCFOPartners.com, where we talked about with inflation, it's a time to look at your entire business structure. It's a time to innovate. It's a time to, as Nelson said, renegotiate or look at some supplier relationships. These are actions. These are things you can do, not um, ideas you can have. You know, And I think that that's, for me, uh, starts to take that mindset and turn it into a skill set where um, I'm not going to just think about um, that this is an opportunity and say, okay, um, I'm going to, you know, that's my Hallmark card. I'm going to start to do something with that. So talk to me about that skill set. Um, we're flat-footed. We haven't, yeah. I think I read this morning that we haven't had this kind of inflation since 1981. Nobody's running yeah. businesses today that are used to this. So right. how do I start to think like this if it's new for me? How do I start to take this stuff that's going on and, and get actionable and practical and tactical and strategic around some of this stuff? Create the Next is brought to you by ProCFO Partners, who believe every business deserves to work with an expert CFO to guide its success. ProCFO Partners are expert financial officers networked across industries, verticals, specializations, and situations. Fulfilling the role of a part-time CFO with all-time commitment, ProCFO Partners utilizes the innovative and exclusive FGC financial flywheel as a framework that creates momentum to drive your financial functions for sustainable success. Visit ProCFOPartners.com to explore how we can implement a systematic and scalable financial system to help you achieve your goal.
ProCFLPartners.com. So, of course, from our perspective, the short answer is talk to us. Obviously, we, are, we have the experience and expertise to help. But aside from that... That's the episode, everybody. Take care. There we go. <laughs> aside from that, it becomes really about the awareness of what some of these things, what, what are these challenges actually look like in practice? So again, we talk about inflation, but it starts with understanding is what are the challenges inflation will present to your business? What are the ramifications of running a company? And to your point, no, many of us don't understand it or don't realize it. So that's where we're going to look at the business to really truly understanding it. Go through your PL line by line. Mm-hmm. Is this going to happen? You know, what, what is this going to affect? Will the will all of these factors that we're exploring today, will that affect these different areas? Will it affect these customer, these customer segments that we service? Will it affect our revenue streams that we that we generate off of these customers? What will the actual effect of some of these of these scenarios that we're talking about? What will actually happen here? And that awareness and that mindset to really start exploring and looking into some of these things is really where we begin to see, okay, how does this actually look in practice to begin to see the opportunity and where we can actually get something out of this scenario instead of just, you know, stick our heads in the sand and pretend it doesn't exist. You, you made a flippant point and we joked about it, but it's true. You said, call us. And part of that is because one, uh, I wonder what you think about this. This is a, and we talked about this in the last episode about inflation. This is a time to look at fractional uh, expertise. Um, but also I'm wondering, uh, who do I need on my team? Who should I be surrounding myself with? Who, who's going to help me get through this? So if I look at my C-suite, um, what kind of energy do I need? What kind of uh, uh, attitudes do I need? Um, it's helpful to have that sort of uh, devil's advocate, Absolutely. but, but who very, else do I need? And very often what we run into is whatever got them to this point, whatever the success is, whatever the factors that made them successful to this point, are they really going to be the, the elements that are going to help them succeed beyond this? That comes really very much into play, especially as companies grow and scale. So whatever it is that made them successful to grow to this current size, now they're facing all of these new challenges, whether it's the economic cycle or whether it's just the actual scaling challenges. How should they actually plan this next stage of growth? What are the opportunities that they should really be capitalizing that's really going to support it? So we've come across this, for instance, with some of our clients where they've been very, very successful up to this point, and they had some great people there along the way. And we've discussed this in previous episodes, but it's that that mindset, that awareness that while these are great people and great employees, they are not that leadership team that's going to take you to that next level. And And, uh, challenging times often forces that reflection, which we believe is actually a good thing. It is. That no, these people are not capable of guiding you or advising you and helping your company get you know navigate this and not only navigate but succeed through all of this. Does this fall on the CEO? Which seems like an easy question. Well, everything does, but not. <laughs> that's the thing. But even there are CEOs who are not uh, necessarily equipped to be dealing with this right now. Absolutely, it is very important to get the guidance and expertise and advice that's really going to help your company. And it's recognizing when and where to bring in those right experts. You know, everything around the C- the CEO, they're, they're bombarded by people selling them every kind of every single kind of solution out there. You know, what's really really important is recognizing, okay, what are the factors that I will need to get to this next level? So even if I do not have them, where should I go looking for them? So this is where you go to your trusted advisors. This is where you go to the experts you already have in your network to say, this is what we're thinking about doing. Does this make sense? There's just sometimes a sounding board is useful. 
And for many of our clients, aside from actually being their CFO, we are that sounding board for them. Again, that doesn't mean we have all of the answers, but because of our business experience and expertise as leaders in many organizations of all shapes and sizes, we begin to provide some of that context to them to say, no, okay, this does or doesn't make sense to continue to explore like this. Or we're running into this challenge again. We already know this because we addressed this challenge six months ago in a similar fashion. You know, what was the solution we put in place then? Is that still in effect for right now? We talk a lot about goals and strategies and how to do that and how to think about that. Do you think um, we should be sort of looking now and saying, so who do we want to be a year from now, three years from now, five years from now? How do we plan to get there in this current climate? There's so much unknown. And we've just been through the most unpredictable era you know, in our lifetimes. But what uh, is it helpful for me to sort of try to develop strategies around who do I want to be on the outside of this? Or am I just trying to get through for now? So you kind of need to have that in place, those strategies. And we, we also think of the strategy as separate from the goal. The goal is separate from the measurable target. There's a process for how this gets developed that provides the clarity to make the decisions. Ultimately, what we're trying to get to with that kind of framework and mindset is allow certain decisions to be binary. And that does this decision that I'm making right now, is this in support of the goal that I've set for myself or for my company? Yes or no. If it is in support of it, then we figure out how to go do it. What is the strategy we need to put in place to get us there? If it's not in support of it, then we we stop. We stop spending the time, energy, resources, anything else to actually try and continue in this in this manner because that's obviously not in support of those goals. So to answer your question, that mindset provides the clarity. That doesn't make it necessarily easy to do, obviously, but it provides the clarity around the decision making framework to say, okay, this is what I should or shouldn't be doing now, or this is the area I should or shouldn't be focusing on because we've already established this is the goal I'm working towards. There's a pragmatism that's necessary there. There's an objectivity there that's necessary. There is. Because the flip side is what we call the sticking your head in the sand method, which isn't particularly helpful. Again, we understand there's a point of hungering down or being defensive. What we're saying is not that you you should or should not be defensive. Of course, there are times to run a business defensively but it is in, in line with the goal that we've set. Does being defensive support your goal? Again, that allows that, that kind of binary decision-making process, even on that side. Does that type of decision-making framework, does, this, does being defensive, does putting certain projects on hold, does that support your goal? And the answer is for some companies at this point in time, it does. And that's okay to be defensive for certain areas. No, we're pushing off this capital, this capital project because we want to make sure we're supportive of this. But without the clear goal in mind, then the decision is just made out of fear. And that begins to become dangerous from running a business in response to fear or in response to certain external stimuli instead of strategically. You know, one of the things that I really enjoy about uh, whenever we talk, even if it's off air, even if it's just the two of us, is you have that sort of objectivity where you can look at something and uh, and sort of make a declaration. Well, here's the question you should ask. And it always invites more discussion and questioning, but you do have that unique skill set. So let me put you just a little bit on the spot. Where do you think the climate of business? That's a big question. Business capital B. Where are we going to be in two years, three years? We're just out of COVID. We're in the middle of the great resignation. We got inflation. We got all kinds of legislation that's in the midst of things in different states that are going to affect business in this way or this way. Where do you think we're headed generally? So I hate to be the doom and gloom, but (laughs) I I don't think it's in a good place. 
in two not, or three years. We're not, we're not moving up anytime quickly. I don't think so. And I hope I'm wrong. I'll be honest. I have no crystal ball, but this is based on a whole bunch of factors that we're currently exploring. So again, take isolated incidents as big as they are out of the equation. There's certain cycles that we're starting to be in the middle of that really affect different areas of the economy. Again, that doesn't mean there is no opportunity for businesses to really grow and scale. But you asked me in regards to the economic cycle or the economic business environment as a whole. I mean, think about COVID, for instance, it destroyed some industries, but many companies did phenomenally well. So was that a good or bad business environment? You know, overall, I would say it would be industry dependent. And that's really where that opportunity begins to exist as we look at that adversity. So do I think we're going to be in a very, very good overall business environment? No, for a whole bunch of factors. A lot of it is inflation related, I believe, but we're talking about the bigger cycle. But that doesn't mean there's no opportunities. As a matter of fact, I think it presents many opportunities for companies to begin to think about where should they be focusing on? What revenue stream should they be focusing on? What customer segments? What are their budgets really look like? How does that affect their pricing when they actually go to the market? What does this really look like in practice? So that that's the uh, short answer. But there is obviously no crystal ball that I have. Otherwise, I think we'd, we, you and I would be having some different conversations. But it's, uh, <laughs> we'd be on the beach. We'd be free of all this problem. <laughs> Nelson Tepfer from ProCFO Partners, um, it's always a great conversation and you always give me so much to think about and I'm so uh, grateful for your expertise and your generosity for our listeners, especially our business leaders out there um, who are losing some sleep or scratching their head or just frustrated. Uh, thank you for putting this in context where adversity or opportunity doesn't need to be a, you know, a meme. It can be something I can actually uh, start to incorporate in my business. Appreciate it. Thanks, Chris. Always enjoy our conversations. Until next time, my friend. Thanks for listening. And a special thanks to our subscribers. Consider becoming one today. Visit ProCFOPartners.com and learn how we can help you build a framework for financial management and growth.